2: to the Kingdom Mandate. Join us each Saturday as we share empowering and equipping messages that reflect on the Kingdom of God according to His sovereign will for mankind to remain in His covenant order. Get your clarion call and follow us on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc., Reverend Dr. Donganny, and I'm joined here with co-host Minister Belinda McKenzie and we're su- supposed to be joined also as well with Minister Spencer Tyler. And we are here to share an inspiring message out of the Word of God, reflecting on God's sovereign will for men and women. Throughout the whole world. Now, this topic is going to be about Strange Women of the Holy Bible, and we're going to talk about Jochebed and Miriam. And if you want to learn about the other um, Strange Women of the Bible series, you can go to our uh, KEI TV 12 playlist on Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Um, YouTube channel. Or you can listen in on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Kingdom Empowerment Inc. and just do a search for our archive messages on Strange Women of the Bible series, and you'll be able to go back and listen to uh, topics like Root. Uh, we also have uh, talked about. Um, Rebecca, and many other women of the Bible prior to Miriam and Jochebed. So you can go back and listen there, and you can also follow us on www.keifm.com to learn more about uh, our other programs that we have and that we share. And we also are on Facebook at uh, Facebook dot com forward slash Kingdom Empowerment Inc, and with our Kingdom Empowerment uh, magazine page there, so you can uh, follow us and stay informed about all of the different programs that we have available. Well, welcome to the uh, Kingdom Mandate Minister Belinda McKenzie. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so we're going to get started here today, and our first. Uh, Point we're going to touch on uh, The mother of Moses Which is Jochebed Or Yochebed in the the Hebrew um, The current modern day Hebrew Um, Minister Belinda Would you like to open us in prayer Before we get started
1: Yes Father in the name of Jesus Lord we come before your throne room God Lord we ask you God Let your wisdom and your knowledge prevail God We ask, God, that everybody that's hearing, God, that their eyes of understanding be enlightened, God, that they can comprehend, God, and get an understanding of your word, Father, and benefit from it, God. We ask you in Jesus' name, Lord, that all the words that we speak, God, will be a clarity for them. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for all things, and God, we ask that you be in the midst of us, God, in Jesus' holy name, and we call it done. Amen.
2: Amen Bless the Lord Thank you so much for the prayer And uh, we both agree In Jesus name um, We I want to come um, First and tell a little bit About Jochebed uh, Before we go into The word of God We're going to be coming out of Exodus 2 We're going to look at how uh, The mother of Moses How she played a role In the, the coming of the deliverance of the children of Israel at a later time. Now, Yochabed was born around uh, 1,523 years before Christian era, before the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. She was the daughter of Levi, who Levi was one of the sons of Jacob. And Levi's, uh, you know, his children were one of those um, group of People who remained in Goshen, they didn't necessarily go down um, into the the plains of Egypt, but um, somehow Jochebed ended up there with Amron, who was her husband. So we know that Jochebed also had Miriam and Aaron, and she was one of the uh, one of the seventy original members of Jacob's household that immigrated to Egypt. So the um, she her midwife was uh, Shephra, and who she was a midwifery in Egypt, and to so she played a role with uh, her daughter Miriam in helping to defy. Mo- Pharaoh's orders to kill all of the Israelites' babies. And so, um, you know, this is where she comes in and she sends Moses down the Nile River by himself in a basket. And she's sending him to, uh, down the stream and he ends up in the arms of Pharaoh's. Daughter. So let's read. I'm going to read out of Exodus Exodus 2 first, and we're going to start there and talk about the role of Jochebed. So in Exodus 2, verse 1, I'm reading And there went a man out of the house of Levi and took to wife a daughter of Levi, and the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch, and put the child therein, and she laid it in the flags by the river brink. and his sister stood far off to wit what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw uh, the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his His sister to Pharaoh's daughter Shall I go And call to thee A nurse of the Hebrew woman That she may nurse the child For thee And Pharaoh's daughter said to her Go and the maid Went and called the child's Mother And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her Take this child Away and nurse it for me And I will give thee thy wages And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him into Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses, or in Hebrew, um, modern-day Hebrew, Moshe. And she said, because I drew him out of the water. And it came to pass, in those days when Moses was grown, that he went out unto his brethren and looked at their burdens, and he spied an Egyptian smiting an Hebrew, one of his brethren. And he took, he looked this way and that way, and when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, behold. Two men of the Hebrews strove together, and he said to him that uh, did the wrong, Wherefore smitest thou thy fellow? And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Intendest thou to kill me, and thou kill as thou killed the, the Egyptian? And Moses feared and said, Surely this thing is known. Now when Pharaoh heard this thing. He sought to slay Moses, but Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the trolls through the water, their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. And when they saw rule, rule, Reuel, their father he said how is it that ye are come so soon to today and they said an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and also drew water enough for us and water the flock and he said unto his daughters and where is he and why is it that ye have left the man call him that he may eat bread and Moses was content to dwell with the man, and he gave Moses Zipporah his daughter, and she bare him a son, and he called his name Gershom, for he said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. And it it came to pass in uh, the process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel let sl- side by reason of bondage and they cried and their cry came up to up unto god by reason of the bondage and god heard their groaning and god remembered his covenant with abraham with isaac and with jacob and god looked upon the children of israel And God had respect unto them Now I'm reading through this Because we're going to eventually Run into Miriam A little bit more So I want to get the full story In of what's going on here So Minister Belinda Let's look back at this role That Jochebed played um, In this uh, Keeping the child Moses alive Because we know that Pharaoh wanted to kill these young babies and um, uh, destroy these male babies before, because he knew that a deliverer was coming out of this uh, Jacob's children out of Israel. So, what would you like to say as the Lord uh, leads you about this, uh, Jochebed and her role in this? And Miriam okay. as well. Miriam played a role, too, right, we
1: think. You go ahead first, because I've got to grasp something.
2: Okay. So I'm looking at this, and I'm saying that this mother made sure she, because it says that she made an ark. So she must have understood in order to make sure that this baby was going to live, she made this. She just didn't put him in any kind of basket. She made sure she put a, uh, a made this like on an ark because it specifically says ark there, um, which means she must have had some knowledge of the, uh, the building of the ark at the time of Noah to know that if she's going to put this child off in there, it must be one that's going to last through ways that's going to last, uh, through death that's going to uh, last and carry this child into a, a direction that's going to benefit the child, which would have been Moses at that time. What What are your thoughts about that?
1: Yeah, when, I, when they said that she had built that, um, she must have sensed, you know, when they said they were going to kill, she protected her child. She didn't uh, walk in fear. She just knew that she wasn't going to let them kill her child, so she prepared something that would be safe for him, you know, to keep him safe. And she hid him, and then she turned around and uh had it, you know, put him in the water near the water and stuff. So, so I mean, there was preparation. And like you said, when you said art, and I said, well, Lord, did did that symbolize, you know, when God would. Hadn't have the art made That they would be in a safety And a covenant from destruction And so was Moses And then again when he killed that Egyptian God And he was you know Pharaoh wanted to kill him Again God made a way for him So he was protected Twice Yeah All the
2: way um, Protected and it's like it was God had it so programmed, and to the point that Miriam, you know, with Miriam following uh, the child, and then the maid of Pharaoh's daughter returning yeah. the child to the mother's womb, yeah. and not only is she breastfeeding him, but she's getting paid to breastfeed her own child, and yeah. and uh, the child is going to live. This this one male yeah. child, maybe yeah. maybe more, but we know for sure that Moses was protected to live because he grew up in the uh, home of Pharaoh later. And he, you know, that time that he was able to spend with his mom in breastfeeding, I'm sure he was able to learn of the Hebrew customs uh, mm-hmm. from from the father as well, Amron, Amram. So uh, you want to say something about that as well?
1: Yeah, uh, you know. It's amazing how God protected Moses and then turned around and had her, his mother, the, the handmaiden, and for her to spot the baby, Pharaoh's daughter, to spot him between those, you know, whatever they were, like uh, water weeds or whatever they call them back then, and to spot him and then her, her mate go, and then to bring him to his mother. I'm sure now these other boys were killed. So they had other uh, 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 women that could uh, breastfeed him, you know, take care of him. But he he was sent to his mother, Mm -hmm. you know, and he could provide for her son to return and she could love him, nurse him, and then, uh, like Donald was saying, teach him the things of the Hebrew children of his tradition. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of things could happen, but if we don't move in fear, And, again, she had to have the insight from God, you know, the Spirit leading her to do it. Mm -hmm. And then all of those events were not just uh, accidental. They were in the hand of God moving. Yeah. So, you know, uh, what I get is, like, it's an example of something. And because every story in the Bible gives us an example of something. No matter, to me, when I read it a long time ago, it was like, Lord, you had your hand in this in the beginning when this boy was born. And that even though Pharaoh sent that uh, decree out, you protected him. You used his mother to protect him. You used that basket to hide him. And then you sent him right into Pharaoh's house. The one that wanted to kill him, he was raised up. In their house to this, and mm-hmm. when he older, and he saw the injustice, he was saving his people, but being raised in the Egyptian way, but still had a connection to his people. You know, and that's almost symbolic too, because later when you look at Moses's, uh, what God does with him, He sends him off to safety, but He comes back mm-hmm. to, to to deliver God's people. You <laughs> shaved one, and then came back, and it's it's amazing what God does.
2: Amen, amen. It really
1: is. It's like
2: it was so uh, orchestrated, you know, so like from the heavens that, you know, it's like he's right there up under your nose, and and you're not even seeing it. And yes. then too. Pharaoh's daughter loved uh, Moses so much that, you know, (laughs) God put that love in her heart for him so that, you know, she was going to protect what now that she called her son, Moses, because she drew him out of the water. And, and it was such a blessing. I just really love again, the way that uh, he ended up in his mother's arms and then you know, from out of his same pharaoh's same house, it or uh-huh. being paid to raise her own uh, son. And uh, it, it's just a blessing. But, you know, one of the other things about Jochebed, again, she was from the tribe of Levi. And uh-huh. according to the history, um, it is it is said that a lot of the Levites did not end up in that Slavery and that bondage, because they went into Goshen. They they uh, kept their homage to God. They kept their relationship uh, mm-hmm. with God. They didn't travel off into that, and we can see that in uh, uh, some uh, you know other scriptures in the Word of God. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. we're talking about Jochebed today, but we one of these days maybe we will take a look at that. But uh, you know. It, so she came from the tribe of the Levites, yes. and by one by by doing so, what God did is he, he also orchestrated it in such a way that here uh these two sons um Moses and Aaron played a major role through the huh. exodus both, again they came from jo- Jochebed and amron um yeah. I believe we have sister uh Spencer here with us as well Uh, Sister Spencer Do you have any insights you would like To share at this time Okay all right. we'll
1: continue on Oh I want to say Something else and the fact that She wasn't deceived You know Mm -hmm. she didn't know Boy was an Israelite she knew Uh huh and she knew it was under her class, you know, right. and that they were slaves. But yet she, she knew that I'm sure she knew uh, Pharaoh was sending an order out to kill him. Mm-hmm. So she, mm-hmm. she boy was an Israelite and took him. That's amazing too. Yeah, yeah, it really, it it really is,
2: it really is. And and you know the other thing about this, uh, Minister Belinda, look how Miriam. Miriam followed this child mm-hmm. down the river to make sure he was going to be okay. So this yes. is how she loved her brother,
3: uh,
2: mm-hmm. it, Moses. She must have loved the child. And, and Jochebed saw him, it says, and, and two it says, and the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was goodly, she hid him. Mm-hmm three months. She hit yeah. the child three months mm-hmm. without peril and none of his mm-hmm. people knowing that this child was there. Now can you imagine a person having a child? You know, you you're you're a woman and mm-hmm. I'm a woman and, and let's think about mm-hmm. this. Um the child is gonna cry. The mm-hmm. child is to, uh, you, you know, the woman is going to have weakness and, and, you know, how her stomach is going to pooch out and, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many things that is going to make it visible that this woman should have had a child. But uh-huh. nevertheless, <clears throat> and not only that, you know, the mid, midwife also played a role in uh, help according to the history, helping uh, mm-hmm. this child not being killed because they, the midwives were the ones ordered that any, every male child to come out was to be mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the fact that she hit him for three months, prior, that wasn't even when the order was sent out. She hit him mm-hmm. for three months. Why mm-hmm. did she do that? You know what I'm saying? You can't say that God wasn't an instrument in it. Mm-hmm. She hit him for three months so nobody knew the baby exists. And then they sent the order out, so she hides him again in a basket. Uh uh-uh. uh
2: Because being a being a slave, you know, naturally being a slave, you have the woman's gonna have to get out there and, and do her slave chores, and mm-hmm. and so it's not like she's gonna be. She has to have been a very strong woman, you know, if you think yeah. about it. Because a woman is, you know, after having a baby, you still have to get out there and do your chores. And this child, you have to still care for this child. And you you understand what I'm saying? So this, let's look at it from a slave uh, picture, uh, mm-hmm. you know. And so look at how she was able to still hide this child through this. Mm-hmm. Because before, they would have been probably carrying the child up on their, their back, tied to their back, mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. Some of the customs, you know, to tie the child to your back and and mm-hmm. still continue working, but but now uh, this about still was hiding this child. How did she do
1: mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you know, there's I mean, another thing. about go ahead. say three months she hid. I said, Lord, did does did that come? Did that habit that was passed down? Because I did that with my children. A lot of people would tell you you shouldn't take your child out for three months around the public, Wait till they' mm-hmm. three months old, and I did mm-hmm. that with my children lord this this was this a- because of the bible people women you know back then they read the Bible, pass that on, you know don't take your children out early mhm but i I just come to me cause i it was just on me not to do it. Now, I don't know if one of my elder women told me, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take them out in the public and around people until they were three months old.
2: Well, I mean, you know, that, that is uh, common with a lot of uh, cultures, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, so much in the United States, because in the United States, it's like after six weeks, a lot of times mm-hmm. they want to go back to work and it separates you from the child because you can't very mm-hmm. well take your child to work with you. But in other countries and other cultures, a lot of times they allow the mother to bring the child to work with them while they continue mm-hmm. work, then there's a place where the the mother can... Uh, keep the child and then come back to the child when when it's needed, or sometimes mm-hmm. the child can be right there with the mother while they're working but here yes. you know, in some cultures it's not so you have to it's like there's a separation and a division at an early age, but now that we're come into the stages of working at home, then we might be able to see it differently where the mother mm-hmm. can take the child so mm-hmm. uh, and be able to work but um this this situation with uh joke was still kind of different because it's not like she was a servant, she was a slave, and a mm-hmm. slave yeah. yeah, a slave normally is, doesn't a slave doesn't get paid a servant get paid, but a slave mm-hmm. doesn't get paid you know and and but she still had to make sure that she was able to hide her child through all of this yeah.
3: um
2: and then we see Moses uh, moves on into the Midianite area, and hopefully we'll be able to get to um, his new wife here uh, um, um, that he married in, in in the next session. But uh, we want to move forward a little bit more and, and look at get to the where. You know, we look a little bit deeper into Miriam. But also in the history, I want to point this out about Jochebed. uh, I learned that she lived 250 years. um, And, you know, Moses, uh, supposedly she outlived uh, her Moses. So so, um, that's Mm what it's brought into the history. So I, I would have to. Verify that uh, and make sure, but that's what uh, the history is uh, said uh, by the Jewish or the Hebrew history. So uh, uh-huh. this this is uh, quite interesting. She has to been a, a pretty strong woman though to be able to yes. do that. And, um, and then we have, you know, uh, later on when, we, when it gets to the point of uh, Moses going back into uh, the area of Egypt uh, by the order of God and, mm-hmm. you know, them coming out of Egypt and then here he is faced with uh, uh, Miriam and Aaron being with them and then there, there's some strange things that are going on as they are traveling through uh, toward the promised land. And mm-hmm. Miriam is making some decisions with Aaron. And, you know, Miriam is called a prophetess
1: in mm-hmm. the word of God.
2: Um, what are your thoughts about Miriam?
1: Well, I mean, uh, she was a woman of God. And God used her. You know, and she was called a prophetess. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of times because we're talking about women of the, uh, uh, women, strange women of the Bible. And I contemplated on that when you said strange women. And, and, but you know, God has no, uh, uh bias. And He used women in the Bible. But a lot of religious people will kind of like X that out. But it's in there. You know, and a prophetess is a seer too, just like a prophet, but it's just a female version. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but whom God calls, He qualifies, and He calls whoever He wants. But she played a part, you know, absolutely. in 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 that exodus. You know, her and Aaron, God chose them.
2: Yes, He did, absolutely. Yes he did Well you know Miriam also Felt like I I believe that Miriam Being the older sister Mm -hmm. Also And having more knowledge Probably about uh, Who They should marry the Hebrew tribe Should marry and who they shouldn't Marry Miriam was uh, a little bit challenge, you know, Moses about, you know, marrying you know, the Ethiopian woman, and in Numbers Numbers 12, if, if you want to go, well, I guess we could look at, first, let's, let's look at the fact about her being uh, a prophetess in, in Exodus 15, let's look at Exodus 15 before we jump into Numbers first, Exodus 15.
3: Okay
2: Let's okay. see what the word of God is saying Because I just kind of pitched that out there But so let's uh, uh-huh. look at What the word of God says So I'm going to read um, Try to not read Too much of it But uh, So we can capture The most important parts of it Okay let's read from Exodus 15 verse 20 It says uh-huh. In Miriam the sister of Aaron took a timbrel in her hand And all the women went out after her With timbrels and with dances And Miriam answered them Sing ye to the Lord For he has triumphed gloriously The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea So this is when they have crossed Or crossed the Red Sea they have made it across, and you know, God uh, divided the Red Sea so that the Israelites could walk through. And when the Egyptians pursued them in it, they were, they were swallowed up by the water. So she mm-hmm. began to um, pro- prophesy and, and sing uh, a song of rejoicing for what has happened. And and so in 21, she says, then Miriam answered the the young ladies, the ladies that were following behind her, sing ye to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and his rider has he thrown into the sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Mara, they could not drink the water of Mara for the water was bitter. So I'm going to stop right there because we're focusing on, on Miriam again. But it's saying that Miriam, the prophetess, now all of the word of God is inspired by God, and. Mm-hmm. She's rejoicing now because when she's singing, she's not, you know, some people would have said about their brother, they would have said, oh, look at how the Lord is using my brother. But no, it says she's saying, ye to the Lord, for he has triumphed. She's glorifying Hmm. God, you know. She's not uh, prideful that uh, the fact that it's her brother. She's not being prideful uh, that it's, it's Aaron. She's being prideful she has been singing rejoices to the Lord for what he has done. Uh, What would you say about that?
1: Because it lines up with God's word. God has all the glory, not man. Uh, Moses was just the instrument of God. He couldn't have done anything without God doing it through him. You know, the miracles came from God. He was just a vessel. Uh, Him putting the staff up was led by the Spirit of God to do it. And God is the one that parted the sea. So God deserved all the glory. It was God that gave the man from heaven. You know, Mm -hmm. all of those things were done by the power of God. Moses was just a human being, but he was a a chosen vessel. You know, Uh Aaron, they all are, but they are God's people. And he delivered them out of the hand of Pharaoh. So Absolutely. she praised God. Yeah, she praised God. God was the one that did it, and Miriam, you know, was witnessing to the what God had done for the people.
2: Mhm. Now you know one of, and one of the things is, is that's a sign about uh, a prophetess uh, of God is they will always give glory to God. They're not going to give glory to themselves or to men. A uh, a normal trait A number, normal characteristic A normal uh, How can I say it um, Norm of, of, of A prophetess in the spirit That they're going to give glory to God They're not going to take mm-hmm. glory for themselves
1: It's giving you know, Witness to God Not to man Because it has nothing to do with us And that's the true spirit Of a prophetess or a prophet has given honor to God and acknowledging that God is the one, not them.
2: Amen. Amen. But now in this number 12, she she begins to change, and I think it's her passion, like I was saying, for her brother, mm-hmm. um, her passion that she wants her brother to go the right direction. And so she she kind of goes a little bit uh, based on the solar shrimp here.
1: I would mm-hmm. say, because
2: our emotions begin to drive her. And it said, and Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. for so He had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses that he, uh, had he not spoken also by us? The Lord heard it. And mm-hmm. the Lord heard and now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam, Come out ye thee unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. Now, one of the things, another thing about the uh, The prophet or the prophetess is that The Lord will speak directly to Them Mm -hmm. It's not going to go through uh, Not saying that another prophet Will not speak to another Prophet but normally God himself would speak directly To the prophet and the Lord Mm -hmm. in five it said and the Lord came down in the pillar of the Cloud and stood in the Door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam And they both came forth, and he said, Hear now my words, if if there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently and not in the dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall be, uh, shall he behold. Wherefore, then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against him, and he departed. And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my my lord, I beseech thee, lay not uh, the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. Let her not be as one dead, of whom the flesh he have how of uh, is half consumed, when he cometh out of the mother's womb, and. Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, Heal her now, O Lord! I beseech thee. And the Lord said unto Moses, If her father had been fit in her face, shall she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp, camp seven days, and after that, let her be received again. And Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days, and the people journeyed not until Miriam was brought in again. And afterwards, the people were moved from Hazarus and pitched into the wilderness of Paran. Wow. -hmm. That's a whole uh, serious word right there. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, God wasn't playing for sure uh, Mm -hmm. about the servant Moses. And it says that Moses was very meek above all the men of the land. And so I I believe that uh again, I believe that they were stirred in their emotions based on uh the Hebrew customs that they should not marry outside um of their you know, own people and he marries this Ethiopian woman. Uh what would you what would you like to share about that at this time?
1: Uh, When I read that, uh, when people told me about that, I laughed at Moses bad eating open woman. The reason why I laughed is because people, how they, you know, God said not to, uh, um, like to take on other people that were not Hebrews because of their customs and their gods and stuff. It wasn't a like a racial thing, but man has tried to make it a racial thing. And that's why I laugh. I said, "God, you're not even in the racial stuff." But uh, um, you know, they they when they talked against Moses, you know, but they were really talking against God because God's the one that talked to Moses, you know, and called him. And when they say, "Well, uh, God talked to us too," you know, you have to watch what you say, you know. And then God put a, a, a judgment on it and put her out for and here's Moses. He didn't even get mad. He had compassion to pray for his sister, you know, and ask God to, you know, take it off. But you know, sometimes God knows exactly how length of time we need to deal with something. And seven you know, he put her out for seven days. He didn't just heal her right then. Maybe them seven days is what took Miriam to understand that God is something serious that you should take God serious. So, I, you know, I look at it like that, you know, that, and a lot mm-hmm. of times people say, oh, God is love, God is love. We're foolishly doing that without the comprehension or the dimension. God is not in one dimension. God, mm-hmm. those that he loves, he chastises, you know, yes. and he didn't line up her mouth and understand. You can't talk against what God has called, and you can't Absolutely. tell God. That he made a mistake, and uh, he should do it for you. That's flesh. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she had to stay out for seven days. He could have let it stay on her, to, and it would have killed her.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, but
1: mm-hmm. Moses cried to God and stuff. He didn't even answer Moses as far as, the, you know, heal He wanted her to heal, take a, get get it going that day. But uh, God don't always, that's another thing God don't always answer our prayers The the prayers the way we want
2: Right
1: Right And he knew Mary Mm -hmm. I'm saying he What She was That it would take seven days For her to, to To get an understanding from God
2: Yeah, and you know in the, verse 6 he said, and he said, Hear now my words, if there be a prophet among you, I the mm-hmm. Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and, and will speak unto him in a dream. Yes. My servant Moses is not so.
1: He not said, so. He's who, who is
2: faithful in all mine house. Yes. You know. And he yes. says, With him will I speak mouth to mouth.
1: Yes. And Apparently. see that's God. He made mm-hmm. the difference. You know, when mm-hmm. he he called Moses, he called him the way he wanted. He said, I'm gonna speak mm-hmm. to him direct. I may speak to other prophets and prophetess in a dream and a vision.
0: hmm
1: So it's 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 God's program and he can do it however he wants to. And with Moses he laid it out With him I will speak directly to him So even now Today you know a person be spoke to by God directly And others have it in dreams and visions Or God speaks to them Directly and plus dreams and visions But it's, it's all important You know We get in that big eye There ain't no big eyes (laughs) only so <laughs> God, yeah, and I think
2: a lot of times well you know a lot a lot of times people say, Well, I, I hear from God too, you know, and you know they get a dream or they get a vision, mm-hmm. and they feel like that they're there and and i I think that that's why it's so important to get the fullness of the Word of God because. A lot of times you we you have to really know what level that you're really operating on and uh, mm-hmm. what level the Lord has or place the Lord has you at because um, mm-hmm. you can't just jump. Up. I mean, you know, even with uh, King Saul and King David,
0: mm-hmm.
3: King
2: Saul, that King David was saying that touch not my anoint to do my prophets no harm, but he was referring to king saul because he could have killed mm-hmm. king saul when they were in the cave and mm-hmm. he he just cut the tassel off to let him know he was there yeah. but then when he gets out he says he says uh touch not my anoint to do my prophets no harm because he knew that saul was appointed by god so god will have to be the one to take him out he was not going mm-hmm. to uh touch that and play a role on in it because he had been mm-hmm. out in the in in the mm-hmm. field with the Lord enough to know that this is not no, this is out of the order of God for me to do that. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. uh engage in that. He still had mm-hmm. the level of honor where he was mm-hmm. not going to tamper with uh that person that God had put in place. So yeah. we 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 can see here that we we all need to take understanding when we're dealing in in prophetic levels, apostolic levels, evangelical levels, that we have to play it and be under the sovereign will of God and play our role that God has called and purposed us for, and not to intervene in the other other roles unless the Lord tells us to. But it doesn't mean that we we don't share the word of God as Mm -hmm. the Lord gives it to us, too, you know. Um, But I I don't want to go out there jumping in everybody's business and saying, oh, you're a prophet. And no, you're not a prophet. And I have no prophetic at all. Or I don't want to go yeah. jump out there and, and say, oh, you're an evangelist. And no, you're not an evangelist. And I and I, I don't have the uh, revelation from God because that, that's that's dangerous ground because eventually if if uh, uh, the Lord begins to put his hand into it, it becomes a different story. And, and we don't want that to happen as Moses yeah. didn't want to happen with Miriam because he began to intercede for her immediately. Yeah begin to intercede and that's the heart of of a child of God they will intercede for when when God knows when they know that God is getting ready to strike they will intercede for for, uh, individuals because they don't want that to happen no no meek or humble person of God Mm -hmm. wants to see uh, God strike anyone because you see Abraham was Interceding for uh, uh, his nephew Lot, and and mm-hmm. and, you know, and that's that's uh, that's a child of God. They will always intercede mm-hmm. for someone because no no child of God wants to see any harm come to anyone, um, mm-hmm. uh, except for the principalities of wickedness. In Jesus name, yeah. go, go ahead,
1: yeah. <laughs> go you ahead, man. It, it takes such a, a – uh, David had such a discipline and a, a heart for God that even though this man was persecuted, he was running all the time, having to live in caves, you know, constantly under the threat of Saul hurting him. And knowing he had not done anything for Saul to do that. But yet he knew, you know, even he, he maintained that order in his spirit realm Because he knew that God had a order and God had his will. And he could not go against the will of God or his order. And, you know, not in his anger. He couldn't even allow his anger, if he had any, or how he felt, to touch Saul. Because he knew that God did not tell him to do that. And he could not touch God's anointed. And like you said, the only way you can do anything is God gives that order. You know, I think of when God sent those men into the, uh, to the towns and told them to kill everything, spare mm-hmm. nothing. That's something God ordered, yeah. you know, and they obeyed that order. But David knew, you know, no matter what Saul did, he could not touch him. God didn't tell him that, and he knew he could not touch God's anointing. He couldn't go past what God has set, and, and and I mean, the children of God will suffer persecution and all manner of humiliation or whatever is done to them, and they mm-hmm. they to people that may seem weak or uh, 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 dogmatic, you know, they're not. Yeah. It, it takes yeah. a lot of discipline. To, because you know what God says No return evil for evil They are obedient unto the word of God And to God mm-hmm. And if you know God and his word You will not do it
2: Absolutely will not Because uh, we we all want to remain Under the grace and the covenant of the Lord We're not seeking to go past that and yeah. just bidding his will, that's it. Just bidding his will is to give it to us to do. But yeah. now, amen, amen. Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: so, um, you know, this this thing with Miriam is it's a very interesting thing, you know, because she's pushed outside of the camp. And it's like, you know, th- in this case, though, it wasn't like she was being rejected. It wasn't like she was being shunned from the people, but God uh, uh, had taken her outside outside of the camp. And, you know, here, sometimes we have it where uh, people themselves are rejecting and shunning someone without the word of God. Uh, What are your thoughts in that area?
1: Well, that's that persecution. And you know, even like David, in Psalms, he he cries and he he's sorrowful in his heart, and he calls out to God. You know, uh, in in that isolation that he had, you know, running and running and fearing for his life, but he he cried out to God to deliver him. You know, and those that are being shunned like that, all I can say to them is remember, every tear that you cry, God will honor. And turn to God and say, God, you keep me. You love me. You hold me. Because God said he is uh, 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 your fortress. He's your, your, your high tower. And he's your buckler. Because sometimes you're in a spiritual warfare. When people isolate you or, uh, or they withdraw their love from you to, so that they can have control of you, turn to God. Take all of it to God, and God will honor you. He will strengthen you. He will encourage you, and he will keep you. He said those that wait upon the Lord, they won't be ashamed. Because mm-hmm. sometimes what will happen, just because you choose to follow God, it could be a church. Churches have done it, isolated people, because they're not going along going along with a program that's not right. They're going mm-hmm. towards Righteousness and justice, according to the Word of God, and mm-hmm. and sometimes that will cause you to have persecution. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We have to, regardless of whenever the situation is, and even if we're moving by the Word of God, we need to seek God to know mm-hmm. what his intention is in it what does he want out of it before we do before we act in it because we can do more harm than any good
3: and don't no, no, before no, that
2: is that we 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 become um, uh we begin to move by uh, precepts and laws of man instead of yes. uh, under the will of God and and this is why prayer uh, especially men and women of God and, and the prophetic, because we see the mistake that uh, Miriam made, even though the Bible called her a prophet, um, the Lord saw Moses on a different level from her prophetic mm-hmm. level. And it wasn't that he saw Moses, uh, you know, On a prophetic level, because he was speaking to him face to face, one on one, and I mean not directly face to face, because it wasn't until uh, he was uh, the time when Moses became shown when he's up in, and I want to say around Exodus 33, and he was asking him to show him his uh, face. He wanna, I wanna see your face, you know, Lord, and uh this is when he became shown, so we know that uh he saw his backside then. but mm-hmm. what so what my point is is that he was getting up into the presence of the lord that that uh you know shama uh presence mm-hmm. of the Lord to that glory uh level. Mm-hmm where he was able to connect with God on a different level. And that means he, it said he was meek. He had some kind of purity with him, humbleness with him that allowed him to get that close. Because uh, before, when the Israelites wanted to meet with God, they said, Mo- Moses, let us hear from God too. You know, they wanted mm-hmm. to pass Moses. And uh, so God told him what to do. He said, Go and sanctify yourselves, and I will, re- I will what? I will reveal myself to you. And so when mm-hmm. he begins to reveal himself, it was too much for them because they wasn't still. Even after they went to sanctification, it was they wasn't sanctified enough. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they couldn't. It wasn't like everybody could go behind the veil. And even the priest had to go through the process to get behind the veil. But Moses, on the mm-hmm. other hand, he had a purity inside of him that allowed him to get closer to God without burning up or without mm-hmm. dropping and dying and the bells ringing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was just a different level. Um, what yeah. would you like to say there?
1: Yeah. It, it takes that humility. It takes uh, you you have to invest investigate all of those men and women that walk that close with God. What was the characteristic of them? For one thing, God says He hates a proud uh a proud proudness or, or arrogance. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't is that you will not get close to God with that. You don't have to have humility, humbleness. You've got to, uh, there's so many things, the characteristics in here that God talks about. And that you've got mm-hmm. to be sanctified. You know? Mm-hmm. Even, uh, was it Isaiah? I, I, I don't know. Who it was. When uh, he went before the Lord, the one that said that even my, you know, his mouth wasn't holy. And he had to get a coal from the he- heavens. The angel got a coal, uh, a coal and put mm-hmm. it his mouth. Purified. Yeah. Oh, he acknowledged yeah. But uh,
2: but you know the the thing about that too is that it wasn't until he got close to the presence of the Lord closer in you know yeah. in the relationship with God yeah. that he realized he was he was uh, dirty that he was he realized that there was something that was wrong with him and yeah. like he realized he said oh my mouth is you know filthy is basically what he was saying oh my yeah. mouth is filthy. I've been speaking unclean words because he yeah. he got closer to God and he realized that oh I, he's doing things around with the people in the community that wasn't mm-hmm. right before God and God uh, you know he began to see himself and and mm-hmm. and realize that there's something that's wrong with him and yeah. when he got closer to God and that, that's what a lot of people fear is getting closer to God. A lot of times the more we get to His Word. There's going to be revelation brought forth to us to let us know that there are certain things about us that we need to clean up and purify. It doesn't matter where you were yesterday, but we should be transforming daily to, to that born again nature that Jesus Christ right. wants us to be in. Uh, go
1: yeah. Ahead. yeah, because it's not you know when God does that, reveals it. It's not for your harm. It's for your good, because mm-hmm. he he says. Holy as he is, holy, so he's saying it's a condition you've got to go through. He's not accepting our our filth, he's not a God that is like that, so we have to become in the image of God, and God will create us in the image of him, so there's a lot of things he's going to expose in you, but you're good, you know and, and and David had that humility, you know when he 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 acknowledges things that he was wrong with him you know, when he sinned, he acknowledged, he owned it. You know, so whatever state we're in as we're going towards God, he's going to change us because we come, you know, we come born again, but there's a a, a process, a cleansing of coming on the way of the flesh because mm-hmm. God does not operate in the flesh. The flesh mm-hmm. has to become holy. It's the spirit that, that, Takes over your flesh because that makes it where your flesh don't go out and do the things you used to do. Because God Absolutely. says separate. You know, he. Why does he say separate from the unclean thing? He said, "Touch not the things that are dead and the unclean thing."
2: Well, I, I think we, you have to go ahead and break that down in the spiritual for to make it plain, because um, it, it right now it sounds like. On the physical level, based on the scriptures so that we written
1: now. Yeah. it's things that are unclean according to God, you know, mm-hmm. what does God consider unclean? Fornication, lying, you know, all kinds of things God says is unclean and causes it an abomination. So you have to search out the spirit. It's not, we become, it's all done through the spirit. In order mm-hmm. to be born again to be born again of spirit. He's not talking about be born again of flesh, going back yep. up in your mother's womb. You can't. You know, you can no wise enter the kingdom of heaven until you be born again. It, the kingdom of heaven is a spiritual thing. So anything yeah. that God is saying spiritually,
3: exactly.
1: what, is, what is death to us? Sin. And what are the sins that God says? You know, uh, like our mouths have to become clean. Our thoughts have to be, become clean. We have to let God kill kill the flesh in us spiritually. We're talking mm-hmm. about the things that flesh manifests. In. It's not like mm-hmm. killing your body, but it's killing the things that are spirit. sin. Is a spirit thing. A demon. It's spirits thoughts that mm-hmm. come to you. You know it says sin. It, sin gives birth when you think the thoughts Then it manifests in your heart And then you give birth to it And the wages of sin is death So he, when he says Touch, touch not the uh, 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 dead, Things that are dead or unclean He's talking about things that will cause your soul to die mm-hmm. Spiritual thing It's not a, you know, a flesh but he says the works of the uh, uh, of sinner out of the flesh. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and the spirit will quicken us It will let us know that when we are in error or we're going down the wrong path yes. to put us back yes. to the narrow path. And it will let right. us know when there is a stumbling block before us, mm-hmm. and it will also remove those stumbling blocks as well. Okay. And and that's a blessing from the Lord because without yes. that we perish. We perish because if we, time when we we stop repenting, uh, we mm-hmm. we you know, when we don't have any conviction. Something's wrong with us. And mm-hmm. is wrong. Yeah. And and yeah. It, uh-huh. we pray. Uh, We praying that the Lord Will um, You know restore the days Of uh, our first love The body of Christ Uh, To him we will allow That conviction to come in and not Just accept everything That this world has to offer us Mm -hmm. Um, Because We again I'm talking to The body of Christ Uh, Mm -hmm. So Nobody comes back and say where's the love Where's the love well you know, I'm talking to the body of Christ, and this is the love of Christ that that we mm-hmm. do return to our first love, as he said in Revelation chapter 2, that we will not perish with this world, that we will not perish oh. with this world, and that we will lose that lukewarmness so he does not spew us out of his body. Because he said in Revelation 3 that he wished that we would be cold or hot. Because if we are lukewarm, he will fit uh he will, he will vomit us out of his mouth, and to vomit out of, be vomited out of the body of Christ is a serious matter
3: mm-hmm. be vom
2: that's a rejection out of mm-hmm. the body because you know when you get ready to vomit, your body mm-hmm. is rejecting something that is not pure in your body mm-hmm. to keep you alive, okay mm-hmm. so now... Yeah. Uh-huh, his rejection out of his body, which keeps you alive is is mm-hmm. dangerous to yeah. the body of Christ, and nobody can bring you back in if he spits you out, okay yeah. that's God himself spewing you out because you chose to be lukewarm um. Mm-hmm. So we do have a caller on the line with us. I want to mm-hmm. open up the lines to give you an opportunity to uh share any insights, ask any questions. If you have any prayer requests uh at this time, feel free to uh do so. The lines are open. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Hello. This is Greg Hello. from Pennsylvania.
2: Nice to have you Grace.
3: Enjoying the message And But
1: uh, if you're praying I would like prayer for uh, We have, I have a Bible study At my parents house mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to get my brother I'm trying to get my brother to come And also mm-hmm. uh, You know We do it every mo- Almost every night but sometimes it's a little rough You know they're not really uh, It's not really uh well seasoned group, <laughs> so I'm mm-hmm. trying to get my brother engaged, and that would be great. If uh, mm-hmm. you could pray over that,
2: uh, we would love to pray over that because we all have loved ones out there that we're we're crying out to the Lord to bring them into the
1: fold of the body. And Christ. you'd like to pray that area. Uh-huh. And I'd say this that God said if we lift him up, he'll draw all men unto him. So be an example to your brother and stuff. It's so much not so much sometimes when a person doesn't know all the thing. God'll give you the wisdom what to say and what not to say. And just lift him up in your life, you know. It's the Amen. the light, the true light of Jesus that draws people. And just continue to pray and we will pray too for your brother and for the uh Be open to God to say, God, teach me. Teach me your wisdom. Give me your knowledge and your understanding. It's a powerful thing to have those three things, the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding of God's word. And see, that word is powerful. And when it's uh, enlightened by the power of God, it does the work. But we'll pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we enter into thy throne room boldly, God, but humbly before you. As heirs to your throne, God, we lift up the request that this gentleman said, Lord. We lift up his brother, God, that God, that your light will draw him to you, Lord, Father. We ask you, Lord, God, to give him dreams and with uh, dreams and understanding, God, and visions with understanding. That's what I mean. Lord, we pray, God, that he, are my son, that he be koshat, God, we pray for that prayer service, the prayer meeting, God, that you, will draw them to you, God, and that there will be a great revelation that will come out of your word for them, God. God. We ask, God, that the power of the living God will move, Father. And, God, we know that thy word is powerful, Father. We ask you, God, I pray, Lord, for the gentleman, too, God, to be encouraged, Father, in well-doing. Father, I ask that you strengthen him, God, and you keep giving him understanding and wisdom and knowledge, God. Give him dreams and visions, God, and give him understanding of those dreams and visions, God. I pray, God, that you will take him to higher heights and deeper depths, Lord, Father. For he has a desire to do the work that you call him to do, God. So we pray, God, in earnest, Lord, for all those things that your will will be done, God. Your will, and I pray, God, that your will will overtake his brother, God, that it will attach to him wherever he goes, God, that your will will be before him, behind him and on the side of him, Lord. God, I pray, God, that he'll hear you calling him and beckoning him to you, Lord, Father. But, God, you are able to unlock that soul. God, I pray, Lord, Father, Lord, that you will strengthen this gentleman's hands, God. I ask you, God, that as I see in the vision, God, you lifting his hand up, God, and telling him to hold on and God steadfast his hand, God, that it will not be moved, God, that he will keep that banner, God, up to you and say, so I will proclaim the word of God. Strengthen him, God. Strengthen him from his head to his toe, God. And God open that word to him in a deeper realm, God. Let his eyes of understanding be enlightened, God, even in a more precise and precision way. Let his ear, God, be developed in a keen sense to hear what thus says the Lord says. Diablo San Deborah Maki and Diablo Hasai. And God let him use that word, God, according to your will, God. Let him become skillful in your word, Father. Diablo San Lady be koshed the Aki in the name of Jesus, God. Diablo San Liko. Yadana sin, let the In Jesus' holy name, Father, we pray, God, and we count it done. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, uh, are you on there? Uh, I seen in in the vision when I was praying for you that the hand became like God wants it, like steel. That your hand is always lifted up to God, no matter what goes on. That you will have a a, a strong discernment to say, Lord, Thou art God in every situation, and trust in Him. Amen. And God, you know, he says that the Bible, the word of God is like a double-edged sword, cut. But the more skillful we become in this word, and we allow God to build us, you know, step by step, height by height, you know, in deepest depth. He said from glory to glory, strength to strength. There are things in this word that it brings power out of heaven, and it changes things. There's so many dimensions to God's Word. And just pray that God will allow your eyes of understanding to be enlightened. Goodness. And I, I'm saying this from experience. You know, I started off not knowing nothing, but I was willing to be open to God. And I, and I, didn't, I didn't grow up with the Word of God, but God taught me. You know, and He put, let me become skilled until I had weapons in my hand. And God taught me how to fight in the spirit and to use those weapons to give victory. Amen. And he put Thank a you. banner in my, in my hand and he said, Blender, don't ever let that banner go down. You pray for me to strengthen you. And that's, that's the calling of God. I'm talking about whatever he's called you. is for you to, to seek God, what it is. And then say, Lord, let me grow in it. And let me grow in power because God gave us the power. Amen. And if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, be praying for it. Because that is a that Amen. is a powerful thing. I didn't I didn't know it. And when that minister told me I went home and I prayed. He said it's a gift from God. And I prayed. And God gave it to me in my home. And it was powerful. It radiated, It moved in my stomach like living waters rushing, and came up and went through my open my mouth, and tongues came out of my mouth, and I was not moving my mouth. God was.
2: Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. So we thank you again uh, for joining us, uh, Brother Greg, and we pray that you will come back again uh, next week as we can. Continue on uh, the topic of the strange women of the Bible um, And also to please share with others And let them know that we're on here And we have other programming as well on Blog Talk Radio Kingdom and forward Slash Kingdom Empowerment E And so um, looking at uh, where we are now, Minister Belinda What we're going to do is we're going to spend some time Praying for the body of Christ uh, okay. Well, uh, you know, we we the other day we were praying about uh, pestilence, disease, and sickness
3: stirring
2: um, around throughout the whole world. So we want to be in prayer against that. And uh, I'm going to pray over that part, and I want you to pray for the leaders of the body of Christ directly afterwards, please. Okay. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace and we ask the Lord that you would stay the hand of diseases, sickness, the pestilence throughout this world against uh, coming against your children we ask the lord that you cover all of us with the blood of jesus christ that it will not penetrate us in any way Oh father we ask the lord that you also cover those in nursing homes that are not able to speak out in hospitals that are not able to speak out right now for themselves because they have become weak. I pray, O Lord, that the blood of Jesus Christ will be our covering throughout this whole world. And I pray, O Lord, that you would stay the hand and be a strong defense, a strong... Uh, uh, tower Against the work of the enemy uh, That is planting those seeds Against your children in the mighty name Of Jesus Christ Father I pray O oh Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Lord that you will rebuke The devourer the one that Comes to uh, kill uh, The food supply oh Father in the Mighty name of Jesus Christ let I ask that you be a flaming Sword against it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Father I pray Oh Lord that uh, Father every Every area of this world where uh, there may be waterborne diseases, any type of thing that is coming against our water supply, to the, the, the destroy your children, oh Lord. Not, never let it get a, a hold of your children. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, oh Father, we ask for a strong rebuke against the work of the enemy at this hour. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Belinda.
1: Yes, yes. Father, I come in Jesus' name, Lord, humbly before you God, praying for those that are in leadership Lord, I pray for them, God Lord, whatever their needs are, God I pray that you will meet their needs Lord, whatever doors that need to be open, God, open them Whatever doors that need to be closed, God That the enemy's trying to open, close God. God Father, I pray, Lord God, for those that are discouraged, God That you will encourage them whether it's through a dream or vision, God, or through your word, Father. I pray for God, if any are are, are caught into sin and into bondage, I pray, God, and if they don't feel like they could tell anybody, God, that they'll go to you and that they'll be delivered out of those strongholds, God. I pray, Lord God, Father, that your people will grow, Lord Father, in, in their positions of leadership, God. You know what they need, God. I ask God that you meet it, Father. I pray that thy will, God, will be over their lives and that you will engulf them, God, with your presence, Father. I pray, God, that they will increase in wisdom, God. And, Father, I pray, God, that they will increase in understanding and knowledge, Father. I pray, God, that you will, you will make them strong. Those that are weak will be strong, God. I pray for God, those that are my son, God, whether it's family issues in their lives, Lord. I pray, God, over their families, Lord, Father. I pray over their bodies, Lord Jesus. I pray over their minds, Father. I pray, God, that any form of bondage that be on them, will be they will be delivered, God. God, I ask that you will give them the wisdom and knowledge What to take on and what not to take on, Lord Jesus Lord, I pray, God, that they will grow in precision God, knowing precisely And laying it in the manner that you would have them, God Father, for you said learn of my yoke so I'm easy, God Learn, Lord, let, Lord Jesus Let them learn, God some that feel like they're overburdened, God. You can deliver them out, God. There's a way, Father. And I ask God that you will bring all the knowledge that they need, God. I lift up all of them, God. Everyone that's under that leadership, whatever the leadership is, God. That you will be their stronghold, God. And I pray, God, that you will take them to deeper depths and higher heights, God. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you, God, I pray for those, Lord, that the tears are flowing, God, that they will honor their tears, God. They're before you in prayer, Lord God. Lord, seeking you and crying out to you, God. For the things that they seek, God. I pray, God, that you will give them answer and peace, God, knowing that you are the author and the finisher of their faith, God, that you are the Alpha, alpha and the Omega. Bring into remembrance, God, the things that you've told us. Bring the visions forth, God, the and the Rimahun, that those that have been waiting on, Lord God, for over 20 years, Lord Father bring forth the vision, in it's time, God, and let them not be discouraged, but hold on to the vision. Hold on to the promises that God has told them. Lord, I pray that they will prosper, God. Lord, I bind up the enemy. God, if He's trying to stop their prosperity, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Every form of darkness that may be around them, I curse it by the power of the living God, Father. We send your word, God. We send a legion of warring angels to go forth, God, and to war for them, God. I ask that the mighty angels with the flaming swords, God, go forth. God, in the name of Jesus, God, wherever they are, whatever country they're in, God, let your word be pronounced, God. Let them see great miracles, great deliverances, God, coming from the true light, God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray. Lord, we believe all things because you said to believe it, God, and we pronounce your word over them, Lord. God, let them become more skillful in your word, God. Let their prayers become even more powerful, God. Move them in a place, God, that they can speak it according to your will, God, and it will happen, Lord Father. Put them on a high place, Lord God. And let them be established in that high place, Lord Jesus. And God, let them take that double-edged sword, God, and use it, God, skillfully, according to thy will, Father. For well, you said greater there is is in us than in the world, God. Lord, let it manifest in such a powerful level, God. it's time for your people to walk, God, in that power, Lord. It's time for them to see, God, what you have promised them, Lord Jesus, you said you are a God that cannot lie, Lord Father. And you said that you are our Father. And what could an earthly father, a good earthly father, do more than you, God? No. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father. And those, God, that the prayers they pray, personal prayers, God. Those that may be waiting on spouses or husbands, God. To help them in their ministry, God. Bring them forth, God. In the name of Jesus, bring them forth, God. Bless their ministries, God. Bless the ministry that you call them to, God. And let them give you the glory, God, Father. And let the plumber line be laid upon their houses, in their churches, God. And let it be the line upon the line, precept upon the precept, God. And let there be a burning God of the Holy Ghost to purify and and magnify you, God. I ask God that in the name of Jesus, God, In Jesus' holy name, amen. We call it done, God. In Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen, and um, we're praying for the body of Christ now, uh, Heavenly mm-hmm. Father. Oh, you know the burden of your children, and you yeah. know what you have called us forth mm-hmm. to do. Oh Father, Lord, you have Lord. called your children to yeah, be yeah. rulers and reign, have reign in this earth. You have called your children to be kings and yep. priests. In the earth oh Father And I pray oh Lord That you put a burden up in the heart Of every man and every woman Every child of the kingdom of God To seek your face more and more In this hour for worship uh, Father, to worship you and to be in covenant with you, oh Father. We ask, O oh Lord, that you remove every obstacle that has been on our path, oh Father. We ask, O oh Lord, that you remove every stumbling block that has been on our path, oh God. And, oh Father, we ask, O oh Lord, that you widen our territory without any pain or sorrow. And, Father, we ask, O oh Lord, that you raise us up victoriously over the oppressor, O oh Father. You said our feet will be up on the mountain as we stand we with our feet upon the mountain. Let our feet be, be like hind feet, that we will not slip, that we will not slumber, that we will not fall, oh, Father. And I pray, Lord, that as we were waiting upon you, that you would give us the ability to mount up on wings like an eagle and soar, oh, God, without fainting. Oh, Father, we seek you and we, we desire you, oh, Father, to swell up in our belly, swell up in our mind, swell up in our spirit, oh, Lord we ask that you have your way over our life, oh Father, and we dedicate our children before you, we dedicate our belongings, we dedicate our homes, oh God, that no catastrophic events shall overtake us, oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. Oh Father, we ask, oh Lord, that you move out the four corners of this earth, oh Lord, make because who is like unto the O God, a bohusenda in the heavens that ye ya. we say that there is sunlight unto the O God? So we ask, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord, we surrender our children before your throne, and we ask that you take full control over their lives, O oh Lord, molding and shaping them into your likeness, O oh God. We ask, the oh Lord, that you shake off all of the soul ties? Dimensionally, O God, that are not of you, we ask that you break all of the spiritual ties. Dimensionally, that are not of you, O God, we ask, O Lord, that you break any bodily ties. In Jesus' mighty name, O Lord. And we ask the one of Israel, the call on the Messiah, the Hosonda, Oh Father, we dedicate our banking systems before you, O oh, God. The Nebeshe the Hosonda, the Mekebe the Hosonda, Aha, Father, the Mekebe Yeh the Hosonda, O Hosana, the Nebeshe the Hosonda, Baka, Boso, Ube Yeh, Karam Hosonda, O Hosana, O. We say that you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings that of Hosanna, over our finances that of Hosanna, that of by ye. father, we say, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Shabba Hassan, Lord
3: Jesus
0: Christ
3: of
2: Nazareth, Lord.
3: We um, just Christ and,
2: and, and the we pray for mercy, O oh God, and compassion Those that
3: oh
2: Father, that are or are, are walking on a on a tight line rope, oh God, that, that don't know what I'm saying. I pray that you will forgive them divine the visitation, O oh Lord, that they will take remembrance that you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and that they will make intelligent decisions over and walk before you uprightly and perfectly O oh God and that you will give us the right path that we will know the way O God by the power of the Holy Ghost that none will be lost God, that none will be lost, O oh God, because it is your
0: will,
2: your son came for all to be saved, O oh God. I mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I pray that you ye Ma We remind you of your children, O oh Lord. We remind you of your heirs through your son, O oh God. That the devil will not have way his way over your children in this hour. Oh, Father, yes. you said that we will rule and that we will reign. Father, this is, this is yes. your hour. This is your hour. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh,
1: hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. And Minister Belinda, we want to pray um, deeply Mm -hmm. for the children. You know, they'll be coming out of school soon. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, this this is a time and a season that many come up missing. And so many things happen to children at this time because parents have to work. Um, Let's pray that the Lord will protect them divinely Mm -hmm. and keep them. And and that they will not, um, you know, become idled and and trail into the wrong path in this hour. Uh-huh. In Jesus'
1: mighty name. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, heavenly Father, we ask you to hear this prayer. Father, I pray for these children, God, that a hedge of protection be around them. I ask you, God, that you will give them a alarm system, and God, that they will hear it. You will shake their most inner being, God, and let them know when something is around them. That is not okay. Lord, I ask God that you protect them in their homes while their parents are not there. I ask that, God, I ask that angels will be set. One angels will be set around these children, that they will follow them to and fro, God. I ask you, God, that, Lord, I curse any form of darkness that will try to come around these children. I curse trafficking spirit in the name of Jesus, you foul and unclean spirit. I curse any kind of uh, molestation spirit that will try to come around these children, God. Murdering spirit, any spirit that is not of God will not enter around these children, God. But your power, your Holy Ghost fire will be around them, God. God protecting them, keeping them. I ask God that you give these children visions and dreams. If there's something around them that you'll let them know through that vision and dream, God, and that they will remember it, God. Lord God, I pray over all the children, God, that are missing, God. You know exactly where they are. If they're no longer living, God, let their family but they, they'd be able to shine a light To know where they are, God Their bodies, whatever God, but I pray for God Those that take That you will release from God You are able, God You can deliver them out, Father you, If you delivered Paul and Silas Out of that prison cell With an angel and an earthquake, God You deliver them out And let them know that they have been delivered By the Almighty God The living God has set them free, Father Diablo, Sunday, I pray for all the families of missing children to be comforted, God. In Jesus name, you give them, give them strength, God. Cover their minds, God. Their hearts, Lord, Father. In Jesus name, Lord, I pray, God, for these children, Lord. Lord, you got to protect them, Lord Jesus. You got to keep and, Lord, Lord. Blind them to their enemies, God. Blind them to their enemies, God. Make it where the enemy cannot even see them. Put a fog around them, Lord Jesus. Tie them, God. And God, open doors, a safe door that these children can go, Lord. Open doors for their parents that they can go to places that are safe and monitored, Lord. They cannot be in the street all the time, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord, Father, I curse the, the spirit of gangs in the name of Jesus, God. Deliver these children out of these gangs, God. Let the Abro San Debeko, But God, you are greater than the darkness. But I ask that the light of Jesus run through all of these areas where these children are, God. The Abro that your light will be around them, God. The Abro And I speak, God, your word over them. Lord, that your word will encamp about them, God, will manifest inside of these children, Lord, that you will put your spirit, God. I know you can God. You can fill their vessels up with your word, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I'm asking for the power of the living God, Father, to begin to war against all these demonic forces that are coming against these children, Lord, Father. God, that you said you could shake the foundation of the earth. You could shake the waters, God. You're the God that made the waters and set them in their boundaries, God. Told the waters they cannot move. God, you can do all that. You created us, God. You spoke to that dust to put your living uh, breath in it. That's the life, God. There's nothing that you cannot do. And we are praying to a living God for the safety of all these children, Lord. Every last one of them, God. Father, you created them, Lord. And those that don't know you, these children, Lord, draw them nigh unto you, Lord, Father. Let your people lift you up and magnify you, God, that you'll draw them to you, Lord, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray. Lord, let that hedge of protection be around these babies, Lord. Don't let these children, God, I curse that demonic force. I curse you in the name of Jesus. And by the very root, I curse it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father. And Father, I call it done. In Jesus' name. Amen. In name. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: Yes, thank you, Lord, and um, we know that God is going to continue to keep moving, and um, we'll be meeting back again uh, to pray in a couple of more days here so that um, we can continue to penetrate the things that's going on in this world system yeah. and, you know, let allow the Lord to keep us separated spiritually from it and yeah. not so... Uh, although that Jesus said that we will be in the world, he said that we will not be of the world. And and so we're praying that the Lord will give us clear eyes and give us the ability to guard our hearts in the midst of this world, that we will not uh, be intertwined with it in Jesus' mighty name. We thank God for everything that he is doing. And um, all of the blessings also that he's bringing forth and and all of the battles that he's fighting for the children of the living God. We think um, also, too, that uh, we are not subject to the things of this world because the Lord is our portion in the land of the living, that we're not subject. Objected to an economy, economic system of this world, because we have a God who never fails, and we have a God who has our, our, our interests at heart. So yeah. um, the Bible says that those that will walk by the Spirit of God and that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of the living God. And so because we fit off into that, care, that uh, category, we are heirs by the Spirit. Son uh, to uh, be chosen, children, children of the living God, and because we are heirs, that means that we have access to the rights of the kingdom of the living of God. Yes. And so, because we have access to the kingdom of God, then we we should be uh, petitioning to our Abba Father, yes, uh, just as though He is our Father in the heavens. He's also our Father in the earth, that He oh, has is, ruled. Over all of it, and so we must we must utilize uh, now more than ever what we have access to, and the yeah. Father will the Father will hear us. The Father will our yeah. Father will hear us. Uh, Yah Israel, the God of Israel, the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac will Yah ya, Isaac will hear us in this hour, and so we must utilize. And our our voices to call upon the Lord We must utilize our inner spirit To speak to the Lord in this hour Uh, We can't uh, lay down and play with it at this time Because it's an open door, open window For us to have access To to rule as the sons and daughters of the Most High God Uh, Minister Belinda, do you have any final words That you would like to share with the body of Christ Before we close out?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, be encouraged. You know, trust God and just come to him as you are and learn to to live and walk in the word of God. You know, let God change you. You know, he said he came to give you life and life more abundantly, but he's got to clean us up. We've got to learn his word, how to walk, how to talk, you know, how to have access to the, to the kingdom of heaven so we can have victory in our lives. You know, it's a contract with God, but it's the best contract you could ever have. Mm -hmm. You know, he says, come those that are brokenhearted." You know, all of that stuff that you need is in the word of God. He said, learn of him. You know, learn who God is. What does God say? How does he think? How does he want us to function? And he will teach us. He'll teach you. You know, just come. He beckons his people to come to the table, to his table and sup with him. Eat of his word. There's nothing in here that God, you know, he said, knock at his door, and he no why it's turned your way. But you have to come to him. And you got to be willing to, to deny yourself. You know, ask, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Ask him to come into your life. Some people have just been disappointed with churches. Sometimes you've been in a religious church. There's a difference between a living God and a religious God.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And I advise you to trust, to try him. Try him and see for yourself. Ask the living God to come in. And that's through Jesus Christ.
2: Amen. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's that's the only way is to have that direct relationship with God and allow him to move and work in your life himself because Jesus, Yahshua Hamashiach, is the vine. He is the vine. And so we must, um, you know, when when, uh, the Lord went up on the cross for us, um, that we may Be uh, Receive the atonement uh, mm-hmm. You know by the blood Of the lamb And that there there would be uh, You know so when he went up On that cross and, and Died for us the temple was Rent right wide Open giving us sure. access To the holy of holies Giving us access to the Holy of holies now that's where the priests were walking off into the connect with God. Mm. Hmm. So I, I just don't know what we're waiting for. I'm, I'm speaking to the body of Christ, but I also want to say to those out there that have not chosen Jesus Christ mm. as your Lord and Savior, if you don't know him, you have an opportunity to still know him while there is still breath in mm. in you. And so while you have that breath in you, as Minister Belinda was saying, it's an opportunity for you just to try it yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. you may have been living religion, which is following precepts and laws of men, and not really uh, having a direct connection with God yourself. And one of the things I I tell everybody, just get on your knees wherever Mm -hmm. you are. And if you just feel like you need to stand up or you need to lay down, however you want to do it, just say, God, reveal yourself to me and and but that I might really know you. And start picking up your Bible and start reading it and get to know the Lord. The Bible says, draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to you. This, this is a simple process. Draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to you to you. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to take a step and you have to make an effort that you really want to know this God. You can't put up a barrier in your mind and say that uh this this is not true. This is never going to happen. That means that you have already uh set in your heart and your mind, which God knows your heart and he knows your mind, that you really don't want it. So if you really want to know God, you really want to draw nigh to him, you're going to have to let go of self, yourself and say, I give myself up. I give myself away. This is the well, psalmist says, I give myself mm-hmm. away that I might know you, Jesus Christ, that I might know you in your likeness. And I'm going to tell you something. If you are sincere, God is going to reveal himself to you. As Minister Belinda was saying earlier, she she, want, she wanted more of him, and she wanted to spend time with him. And I'm telling you, I did too. I wanted to know more about God myself. I just wanted to get that intimate contact, that intimate connection with him, and that's all I wanted, and he revealed himself mightily to me. So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, um, that's what I can tell you. And and if he has done it for me, I don't know why, any reason why he wouldn't do it for you. If he have done it for uh, any uh, p- person that has shared the word of God with you, he can do the same for you because he loves you that much. Yeah. Jesus Christ loves you, and he came for all mm-hmm. that you might know him mm-hmm. and have access. To eternal life with him mm-hmm. and also have a relationship with him now yes. while you're breathing so don't wait don't wait mm-hmm. and, and delay and, and miss that opportunity to spend with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ um, now a lot of people are, gonna, uh, are going to say well I've tried it and I, it didn't happen you know tr- try it again Never give Mm -hmm. up. Try it again. And this time, you know, really hunger for it and really thirst for it, and it will come in Jesus' name. And I want to say to everyone out there that has been listening and those that um, have happened to join us before, uh, the Lord uh, loves you. And we love you also. Thank you and appreciate you listening in. And we also want to say we'll be back again next Saturday, hopefully, at Standard Time. And God bless you all. And may the grace His grace be with you and empower and equip you for the days to come. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you all. Amen.